0: Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone as I am sitting here in my streaming lair. It is Monday. Or oh, no, it's not Monday. It's Wednesday, uh, May 12th, 2021. Time is meaningless, right? Like, you know, the pandemic's been going on for over a year. What what difference does it make what day it is? Um, But it's a special day because it is a day that we are um getting balance patches. And we actually got balance a balance patch already today. We got the patch notes about noon and then a, um, and then we got the update at about one Eastern. So, um, I did a fun thing earlier this afternoon with, um, with Andrew, Andrew Brown, formerly of the happy heartstone. We reunited on Twitter spaces to talk about these as we were reacting to them. Um, so I, I've had some time to kind of talk through it with him and, and, and think through a lot of the changes. There's a bunch of changes going on in this patch. Um, so that is kind of gave me, and, and I've also had the chance to kind of play with the cards a little bit. So I'll kind of give you the rundown. If you haven't been paying close attention, I mean, I'm sure that if you're playing, you've seen the update already come through and, um, it'll give you an idea of what you should be expecting and, and maybe what you should not be playing. So, um, I believe I, I don't think I really have much to talk about on ladder I was playing in, in top 1000 most of the week I don't remember if I recorded since I hit legend this month probably not um if not I did get to legend with Secret rogue because I was practicing for um for THL and then just uh kind of kept playing and it was good I, I don't it's not it may not be relevant it may still be fine. Um, it was mostly targeting the aggro paladin, which as we'll talk about is a little bit less of a thing now. Um, but, uh, but in any event, so that is, that's something I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but uh, there's a lot to get to in this patch. So I want to, I want to kind of get right into it. Um, so we have five nerfs and then about 10 buffs. And uh, as always, the nerfs are going to be a little bit more impactful. The buffs are, buffs are always kind of hit or miss. And not all the buffs are necessarily going to make things playable now, but they may be setting up for things that are coming in the mini-set that we should be getting in, like, a couple of weeks. Or um, or for the next expansion that we'll be getting around August. So, it, you know, just because something's buffed... Like, if you think about, like, the one of the biggest things that got buffed was Librams got buffed, like, twice. And, um, and And it took them a while to see play just because they didn't have enough supporting cards right but eventually Librams obviously did get played enough to the point that they got nerfed um, or at least the deck got nerfed the Penflinger got nerfed because of it so um, just because you know if you don't see something seeing play right now it doesn't mean necessarily that the buff was a waste it may just mean that the the buff is not for right now All right, but let's talk about the nerfs first so we got um, Refreshing Spring Water is going from uh, 4 mana to 5 mana Um, it's remaining the same draw 2 cards refresh 2 mana crystals for each spell drawn I've seen some mages. It seems like the mages are a little bit depowered. I'm still a little bit skeptical that this is the change that's going to make No Minion Mage come back down to Earth. Um, It feels like Encanter's Flow is a disease, and, and Refreshing Spring Water is a symptom. And Refreshing Spring Water is typically a lot worse when you don't have Encanter's Flow, which says to me that Encanter's Flow is actually the problem, but maybe Encanter's Flow is too hard for them to nerf and not nerf into the ground. So we're getting this one mana mana in, increase on Refreshing Spring Water. Um, it's it is it is going to make an impact, right? Because it's not going to be mana positive most of the time. Like it's not you're not gonna you're not gonna like bank mana off of it unless you have like double Encanter's Flow. Um, so at worst, it's gonna be, like, mana neutral, and and sometimes you're actually gonna have to pay one for it. Um, so at least it's gonna be gaining you mana less, um, which, I mean, and, and it's gonna come out one turn later, which, which is relevant, right? I mean, it's competing with Pexus Blast now. Like, you want to be Pexas Blasting on five. You don't want to be, play, I mean, I guess you are anyway. It's not competing with anything, because you're getting the, well, you're not getting the mana back. You're, you're getting all but one of the mana back, unless you've Encanter's Float, right? So... If you have Encantor's Flow, then it competes with the Pexus Blast, because you won't you only have four mana left over. It's complicated, but and, and I really do wish that they had touched Encantor's Flow, because that seems like the toxic card. Um but Refreshing Spring Water is like what you feel, right? Like this is the more visible card, like Encantor's Flow is kind of setting this up. And Refreshing Spring Water is the card that that you see gaining all the mana. So it makes sense why they would why they would buff it, or uh, nerf it, but um, it will be remain to see. I've seen a bunch of mages on ladder; they've seemed fine, um, but maybe fine is okay, right? If, if it doesn't have, we don't have to nerf the deck into the ground. We just need to make it a little bit less, um, you know, less oppressive. <clears throat> so, uh, first day of school is going from zero mana, add two random one-cost minions to your hand, to one mana, add three random one-cost minions to your hand. So, this is something that they really can't—they can't change the quality of the minions right now because it's just a matter of. What's in the pool? So what they're doing is they're taking away the ability for it to give you a guaranteed uh, turn one play, which is good, right? That that's a good thing. I mean, and and in the non-libram paladins, your turn one plays are like Knight of Anointment, which is not really a, a turn one play if you're not playing, uh, you know, or or you're you're playing this in coining, which is is still a resource. Um, I've played against paladins; they've seemed a little bit slower. I mean, there's another change that I'll get to in a second that makes it feel a lot less oppressive. Um but them not having the guaranteed curve uh does make this an, efi- an efficient nerf. Again, I think conviction is something that's a little bit worrying, but maybe if you have trouble sticking a board or you're giving you know the the mid-range and control decks a little bit more time to find their answers, maybe you don't get to stick a board as often, right? So we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um hysteria is going from 3 mana to 4 mana. I'm Sad, but I accept it. Um, hysteria is really kind of a, a stupid card. <laughs> and it's really, really powerful for what it does. It it ought to give you another turn to be able to set up for it and, and be able to get a board set up so that you can play around it a little bit. Um I, I played some priest today. It's fine. Uh you're not cutting hysteria by any stretch of the imagination. Like it's a very good card. Um, it was a very good card of three. It's one of those cards that you know, it's kind of like Hex. Like, you look at it, and, and we're going to look at it in, like, a couple months. Like, how did this ever cost three, right? Like, four seems like, for for the kind of effect that it has of, of being, you know, a, a, a large board clear, um, four mana seems like the right spot for it. But it's still playable, and you're still 100% going to play it. So the big change is Crab Rider going from 2 mana 1-4 rush wind fury to 2 mana 1-4 rush battle cry gain Windfury fury this turn only. So the the term that I used is they pen flingered this, right? They changed this card so that it does not go face as hard. You can still buff it, it's still a minion that's gonna stick, that's gonna be a one-four, but that it's not hitting you twice. And and I think having, you know, wind fury should have a significant cost to it. Um because because of things like this, especially in Paladin, especially like a neutral wind fury where where you you can put in any deck and they have buffs. Um, this will also hit Rush Warrior, by the way, because um Rush Warrior was also not not as much. Um, you were more relying on Rakara to uh, to buff this up and and usually unless you got and, and it will be more relevant on the turn it comes out because it will be hitting two things um in Rush Warrior. Um, because it'll have the Wind Fury of the turn you play it. But uh because you're not really buffing it after the fact like you are in Paladin. In Paladin, you're generally slapping it with Conviction or or Hand of a Doll or Blessing of Kings or Blessing of Authority or whatever. Um this is going and, and what this does is it makes Crab Rider less of a must remove, right? Like the fact that it have four health is problematic for trying to remove it knowing that it's going to hit you for a lot of damage that you're not going to be able to answer if it gets buffed up Um, and there just are not enough things in the game that do four damage like you're running devouring plague and priest and generally they just have to put a one one down beside it and that that option no longer works right so um i i think it's good as a board control tool it was too efficient efficient as a um as a as a win condition and it shouldn't be a win condition. Um, so I do like I think that this is like one of the most elegant nerfs that they've done in a long time. Um, because they don't typically or they haven't typically changed the text on card. They usually like to change numbers, and I was pretty convinced it was gonna go just go to one three and make it easier to kill. But um, but no, they they actually did address the problem, which is that it has wind fury in perpetuity. So I really like that change and um and, and I've already seen it. And it's a lot less oppressive in in the games that I've played against it. In the few games I play against paladins today, um, and then Manicrik is getting changed. That Olgra, Mancrick's wife is from going from a three ten to a 37, which good. <laughs> like it's it's too often that it just gets top decked like right off right off the bat, and ten health is so much health. Like I don't understand how they got to ten health because nothing can remove it. Um, seven's a much more reasonable number. It's still a lot. It's still going to take effort to get rid of. If you think about any time that you face down an Ogremancer, um, there's a, that, that takes some effort to get rid of, but it's a 10 is a lot. And like, even like a a Hysteria doesn't clear it a lot of the time. So I, I really do like this change. I think three, seven will be a lot healthier. Um, and, and maybe Mancrick will not be an auto include in a lot of decks. Like we're We were running it in priest. I don't know that we do that anymore. Right. Um, but it, it's still in the decks that wanted it, it'll still be it'll still be a valid tool. So that's it for the um, for the nerfs, and then we got the buffs, and and I'll go through these a little bit more quickly. Um, and, and some of them I kind of understand, and some of them I don't. Um, so Razor Boar, which is a two mana two two Beast and Demon Hunter with Death Rattle, summon a Death Rattle minion that costs three three less from your hand, is going from a two mana two two to a two mana three two. Um, I don't think. The problem is the stats are the stats on that card. Um, though I think it'll help. Um, I think the problem was just that the, the deck wasn't able to keep up with Paladin. So you know, this change is probably welcome. I've seen some Death Rattle Demon Hunters today. They seem okay. Um, I don't think this change is making them making them viable. I think the changes to the other decks in the meta are making it viable. But it is something that, you know, it's a nice little change. It might make it a little bit easier to play those. Um, Dark Inquisitor's and um, was a five mana three five battle cry reduce the cost of all corrupt hands in your hand and deck by two it is now changing to say battle cry re- reduce the cost cost of all corrupt and corrupted cards in your deck and and your hand and deck by two um this is significant and, and it's kind of confusing when you play it um so it's kind of it's just gonna make it a little bit more intuitive to begin with because like if you've already corrupted the card um, Zanesh doesn't do anything before and now it does Right. So and and it just so happens that like if you don't draw Zinesh on Curve in that deck before, it, it's it's useless basically because a lot of the stuff that you want to play is corrupted, so it doesn't it doesn't discount it. And then you know if you're you know it's like the stuff you'll draw will, will be there, but like this is also can be used for stuff that you get off of Raise Dead um, that you 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 know generate. Um, after the fact, you know, and then you draw Sinesh, you play it after the fact, if it's been corrupted. Like, those are all good things, right? Um, I played some of this. I didn't really love it. It felt still a little clunky because it's just slow and it's running a lot of big minions that don't really do anything proactive. Um, And if you don't draw Sinesh, you can just feel awful. Um, But there might be a build out there that is a little bit more viable now that we've got this additional um additional change so I, I think it's it's good to give corrupt priest kind of a chance um unbound elemental is getting one more attack it's going from a three mana two four whenever you play a card with overload gain plus one plus one to a three mana three four um sure i don't think overload Shaman is like i don't think the the, the starting stats on unbound Elemental are really the problem but it probably ought to be a 3-mana three 3-4, three, given that that text doesn't trigger that all, all that often. So it seems like a valid thing to change. Um, I don't think you're playing Overload Chama because of this, but maybe. I don't know. Um, Title Surge is going from 4-mana Lifesteal deal 4 million damage to a minion to 3-mana Lifesteal deal 4 damage to a minion. And I think this is actually pretty significant, because 3-mana three, uh, three deal 4 is not a thing that you get a lot. Um, like I said, we were, we were running Devouring Plague. And that's like split up among random enemies. And this is three mana targeted deal four damage with lifesteal. Like I think that's a big deal. I think four mana title surge just felt too clunky. I think th- at three mana, it's a pretty significant upgrade. And there might be some room for a control shaman. Right? Like this might be the one of the things that makes it a little bit more viable if you have a little bit of an early tool, because like shaman just doesn't have any early tools that don't I mean, I guess you have lightning bolt. But like a lot of the a lot of the early removal is just very clunky. For um for shaman. This gives it more more of an early to mid game option and also you know easier access to healing. So I can see this being something that kind of pushes control shaman into viability. I haven't seen anyone building it yet, but I, I think there's something there. There's enough good tools. Um Lurker Lurkers going from a 5 mana 4-5 to a 5 mana 5-6. Five this is Battle Cry. If you played an Elemental last turn, transform an enemy minion into a zero one one frog with taunt. Um Sure. I don't think the stats on this card are the problem. I think the the problem is the the if you played an elemental last turn, because what you're what the card is asking you for is to have played an elemental in anticipation of your opponent playing a minion that you want to hex, and then your opponent actually playing that minion. And then you're able to um, to target it and, and have the five mana available to do it. Getting a five six instead of a four five, I guess, makes it a little bit better if you have to play it just for tempo. But I don't, I, I just don't think that that's really what's holding Lily Pad Lurker back. I think it's it's the elemental synergy is very awkward and it's it's very conditional on your opponent doing something that you want to do or or leaving something up on the board and letting it hit you in the face, so that you can do this the following turn. Um, either way, it's awkward and, and I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. Um, Fiendish Circle is going from four mana to three mana. This is the spell that says summon four one one imps. Um, I've seen some people trying zoo out. Maybe there's something there. There's the, there's a zero mana card. I forget the name of it that will, if you have five or more sacrifice, a you know, a minion, if you have five or more creatures before that, then make a five, five. So maybe that's something that's there. Um, I'll have to wait to see if that's more than just people testing, but that's that's a possibility. Otherwise, there's not a lot to say about this. So Deck of Chaos is going from 6 mana to 5 mana. Um, I, I did see that Tice was playing a list um, that was running this on his stream yesterday, or I guess he just posted the video yesterday, um, where he's running things like Scrapyard Colossus. He's running Nazoth. Um, Ysera, Carnival Clown, which I guess goes to a, uh, you know, a 4-mana 9-4. Um, Militia, Rust Seed Raider, Ogremancer, um, Samuro, like, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. Um, and then he plays Deck of Chaos and it all, it all flips. And, and he was able to get it to work. Um, I don't know how many games he played with it, but he got it to work at least in one game. Maybe there's something here. Maybe 5 mana makes it a little bit more more reasonable. The way that going from 7 mana to 5 mana made um, Luna's Pocket Galaxy more reasonable. I think it's worth experimenting with. I'm sure somebody will figure out the, you know, the, the right list and see if it makes any sense. But um, we've been trying Deck of Chaos for a while and it hasn't done anything. So I don't know if this is going to be the thing. But I'm hopeful because it seems like a really cool card that we're probably all going to hate if it actually is good. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll, let, let, we'll, we'll see if that makes a difference. I'm a little bit optimistic about that one. Um, Whirling Combatant is uh 4 mana 2-6 Battlecry and Frenzy, deal 1 damage to all their minions. Um, going from, it's going from a 4 mana 2-6 to a 4 mana 3-6. I don't think the stats on this minion are really the problem, but I think that it's probably, you know, they saw that it's not seeing play enough that they can bump up the stats and make it a, a more reasonably statted minion for 4 mana. Um, so if you have a deck that will work with it, some sort of a frenzy deck, then, you know, at least you're getting a 3-6 out of it rather than 2-6. I, I don't know if that's going to push anything over the top, but we'll see. Um, shield means going from 6 mana, 5-5, five, five, Battlecry, Game 5 Armor, to 5 mana, 5-5, five, Battlecry, five five, five, battle Game 5 Armor. And this actually is significant, and I've seen a couple of Control Warrior builds today, because um, we lost Shield Block, and we're still running Shield Slam in that deck. So like you know, shield maiden is kind of one of the only ways other than like armor vendor to generate armor for yourself. And you know, six mana five five. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was slow, and it wasn't really seeing. A lot. I don't think it was seeing playing a lot of the control warrior decks. But five mana five five, I've definitely been seeing and playing with um, a couple of decks that have been um, that have been running shield maiden. And, and it feels good. It feels good to a 5-mana 5-5 game-5 armor. And then you can. It, it makes it a little bit easier to combo with Shield Slam. So I think this is an important change that will make Control Warrior... Control Warrior is kind of on the edge and um, really just like a Priest counter. And I think that might make it a little bit more ladder viable, just being able to get that armor a little bit earlier. And then Azoth is going from 10-mana to 9-mana. 10-mana um, 5-7, Battlecry, Resurrect, a friendly minion of each de- minion type to 9-mana 5-7 resurrector friendly minion of each minion type. And and the only I am not sure if there are general usages for this. The one place I have seen it um I uh, my friend Draco Cat is a demon hunter main and he's been playing it in his decks that are running um Illidari Inquisitor because Illidari Inquisitor is a demon. So you can play Nazoth and then have the one mana left over to hero power and be able to get another 8 damage through with the inquisitor after it's dead. So that's one use case. I don't know if you really need it in that deck, because, I mean, you're, if they've already played an Inquisitor and it's died off, you probably won the game. But um, that's a that's a relevant use case. There may be some others. I guess we'll see as people start experimenting a little bit more with it. But interesting to note that Nazoth no longer corrupts Carnival Clown, which was one of the features of the original, um, of Ike's uh, Nazoth Taunt Warrior. Um, so that's something to be aware of, that if you're relying on that to corrupt car- Carnival Clown, then that's not going to happen anymore um so do be aware of that um so you know again i've talked about some things that are kind of being developed Uh, the the meta seems to be shifting away from paladin at least i've seen a fair number of mages people are still trying and it's hard to tell if they're um if they're they're working or not it seems the the deck seems okay um paladin a little bit less so i think it, it got kind of hit twice again um but crab rider is a big is a big deal um, I think Rush Warrior probably takes a hit too. I haven't seen any people playing that, but that it's the first day. It doesn't necessarily mean anything because um that may just be a matter of what um, you know, what people are trying and and we've played Rush Warrior. We know what it is, right? People aren't really super excited to try it. Mage and Paladin got hit much harder. and so people are going to be trying that and seeing if it's still good and and I think paladin is is significantly worse for these changes at least the, the um the aggro and secret versions libram is obviously fine but that that got it, it its share of nerfs uh, recently anyway so I mean the big winners are going to be the decks that aren't touched by this at all right so rogue uh, is predominantly unaffected by this aside from the mancrit change and the mancrit change isn't that big of a deal for rogue um, I think priest is fine it's a little bit weaker but I don't think it's significantly weaker um, and I, the games that I've played the the regular vicious syndicate control priest list seemed okay to me. Um so I'm not really super worried about priest. Um hunter should get better just by because everything else is taking a step back. I would imagine hunter is and, and and the change to hysteria is probably relevant too. So hunter should get a little bit better. Um with these changes just by just by standing still. Um warlock control warlock I don't think gets better cuz the hysteria nerf hits it too, but zoo might be a thing. So we'll have to keep an eye on those developments and see if zoo actually ends up being a thing. Um and, you know, like, like the, the death Rattle Demon Hunters have already kind of been starting to be a thing. So, the, and, and there were some um, there was some experimentation happening last week or in, in early this week on the deck um, to see how it was doing. And, and I think that, you know, that experimentation will continue with the buffs to it. And, and that should really kind of help it out. Um, I'm just seeing what else there is. Uh, Token Druid also got much better um token druid got better by by virtue of the other decks getting ba- getting worse but again if control warrior becomes a thing that's going to be a problem for for um token druid as well um but token druid just not having any changes kind of you know benefited just kind of passively um but yeah i, I think that you you're going to want to keep an eye on the on the lists that are coming out over the next few days um i think that if you're playing if you're already playing hunter it, it's it's reasonable to play that if you're already playing rogue that's a good deck to be playing Um, I, the, the jury's still out on Rush Warrior. I think Priest is fine. Uh, I always think Priest is fine. I, I may be, you know, that, that might be a, your, your mileage may vary type of thing, just because obviously I play a lot of Priest, so I know the deck a little bit better than most. Um, you know, if you're, if you're not a, you know, super acquainted with Priest, you might struggle a little bit, but you know, that'll be, something that we'll figure out like how and it might adapt too, right like we might not need all of the the tools that we have in it right now it might change a little bit maybe we go back to primordial protectors again who knows um and then spell mages you know it remains to be seen as well i i think that there's probably some sort of a mage that's viable i don't know if it's spell or if it's uh if it's spell damage or whatever um it's probably not ping but it, it could be the one that runs egg when, hard runs egg when um, and just doesn't run, you know, spring water, or maybe it runs it and doesn't care if it doesn't get the refresh, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that, that's my recommendation. I, I would say try some stuff, you know, see how you feel. Um, don't focus too much on your rank the first couple days, cause you're still going to be learning and you're going to be playing at stuff that you're unfamiliar with and just be kind to yourself as you're trying to climb in that environment. Um, but I think this is a good change. I think toning down Paladin Whatever changes we're making to Spell Mage, I think are, are necessary because the the deck is just, it, it's, it feels very unfair and it feels very uninteractive. So I think that if, if this, if they think this is enough, then great. I, I didn't think the deck of Lunacy was enough. Um, I don't think this is enough, but I'm, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt to see if that's going to, uh, if that's going to fix it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really where we are. Um, but I'm glad that they're, you know, being responsive and that they're, um, that they're making changes and then we'll have the mini set in a couple weeks and things will change again. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully this sounds a little bit better than the last time that I was in here, but I'm, I'm trying to stay a little bit closer to the mic to kind of cut down on a little bit of the, I'm, I'm I've got a new, a new setup in here and it's fine for the stream, but it's kind of when I'm recording a podcast, a little bit different. So I'm still kind of get used to that, but, um but as always you can find the links for the to the show note to the show to the patch notes in the show notes. You can find the show notes at offcurve.com. Um if you are doing masters for qualifiers, go to offcurve.com slash masters tour and that's where you have all of the data that I update throughout the weekend um as qualifiers are going on. Um you can follow the show's account on Twitter at offcurve. You can follow me on Twitter at Wicked Good. Um You can uh, follow my stream, which I stream Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash WickedGutFM, And you can also join the Discord, which is a uh, wonderful and welcoming uh, community of folks um, who enjoy talking about the game at um, discord.offcurve.com. So uh, thanks as always for listening. Um, Enjoy the patch and uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.